Welcome to the realm of heroes and monsters. Story time with your host, A.P. Fuchs. Stories of intrigue, stories of horror, stories of superheroics, stories of monsters. Get ready, the thrill ride begins. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the realm of heroes and monsters story time with your host, me. AP Fuchs. So, welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy it. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk superheroes, right? Because we're going to talk a little bit about a subject that's going to pertain to story time later. So, the subject is this. Where does a superhero draw the line? And I'm talking about uh, letting a criminal, no matter how bad, should they live, should they die, right? And there's arguments for both sides. And that's what I find fascinating. Like when I write my Axie Man fiction, I got to think about that kind of thing because I'm like, you have some, in some cases, like let's look at classic example, the Joker, right? The guy is absolutely insane. He will absolutely destroy you. He'll destroy your mind. He'll play with your brain and go nuts on you. And then eventually you're dead, right? Like that's an extreme case. But at the same time, that's what Batman's up against. And, you know, Batman has that no killing rule and the no gun rule, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there's been Elseworlds tales where the Joker dies, etc. But in terms of like the general scope of Batman and versus the Joker, like he won't kill him, even though I know deep down he knows that that is the best choice. That would be the best choice because how many lives would be saved as a result, right? And at the same time, too, you got um, other guys like Superman, for example, who. I mean, he has killed in the comics. Yes, he has people. You know, so that whole thing with Man of Steel and him killing Zod, that's a really a non-issue because he did it in Superman 2, plus he did it in the comics to Zod, plus he killed Doomsday. I mean, like, it goes on and on, right? Um, I think what troubled people about the whole Man of Steel thing was the fact that Zod looked human. And see, if Superman punched, like, a squiddy alien monster through the face and destroyed it, no one would care. But it was Zod looked like a human, and therefore... Pfft, Everyone got upset. Weird. Anyway, yeah, but there's heroes like Superman who like will, will not cross that line at all unless it's like absolutely, absolutely, absolutely necessary. Otherwise, his goal is to like what be an example and to help people and and be that instead. And even to the criminals that he stops, I mean, his goal for them is is rehabilitation. You know, get arrested. You know, go through the process, learn something in jail, like and, and so on and so on. You know, um, or then then you have guys like uh, the Punisher. Um, you know, the anti-hero, right? And he was kind of like one of the earlier ones. And yeah, his mentality is different too, right? He's like, you know, you're bad, I'm going to kill you, bang, bang. That kind of thing. And he justifies it based on what happened to his family and he wants this rod off the streets and I get all that. So, but is it right? You know, and like, whose call really is it? I mean, even us, as just plain old human beings, right? If you and I... For example, like the, the classic kids always in time travel movies, right? They always say the same thing. What do they say? Let's go back in time and, and kill Hitler and therefore World War II won't happen, right? Okay. Sounds like a good plan. Never mind what you're going to do with the timeline. But that part aside, just for a second, you're, in terms of morality, one, do you have it in you to kill somebody? Like, think about that. It's one thing to see it on a screen. It's another thing to read about it in a book or see it in a comic. But when it comes down to it, and if it really came down to it, could you kill somebody? Even if they were, like, horrible or there's a person who just made a, a wild mistake, would you? Would you? Could, and, and even in the moment, if you could, could you live with the aftermath? 
I mean, talk to any soldier who's done things that they don't talk about, but has yielded like PTSD and all the rest, right? Because of what has happened during war. And when it comes to the idea of killing somebody, like that's what it is. It's, it's all a war on another person's life. And you and with the end game of ending that life. So again, like we look at Hitler I and mean, in our self-righteousness, we go, yes, you know, we're gonna stop him. He's an evil man. He, like, and he was really evil and for sure. The Holocaust was horrible. And the, this is real big shame on humanity's history. But the point I'm asking is simply, do you, would it be justified? I mean, after the fact, when it's done, after you've seen the life drain from someone else's eyes, after you've seen maybe their brains blow out, or a knife through the face, or whatever it might be, I don't know, right? That's a, that's a tough one. So then when you bring it, all that emotion and all that mentality and all that psychology back to the superhero world, I mean, yeah, these superheroes that we all love, they do live like live by a moral code, um, but at the same time, they do get pushed too far. I mean, even Spider-Man, right? Like in the movies, for example, like, yeah, Tobey Maguire, he got what he wanted, right? So he, the guy who killed Uncle Ben died. And then later, way down the line, in No Way Home, Spider-Man, when Tobey shows up, and he basically said it's, it wasn't worth it. It didn't fix anything. It didn't help anything. It didn't do anything. And he had to live with the fact that he killed somebody. You know, and so like, so in the superhero world too, I'm sure like when you're helping people out or you're stopping bad guys, like are you just beating them up and that's good and like, you know, knocking them out or something so they're not, no longer a threat, you wait for the cops to arrive or was that person doing something absolutely, I won't mention on the air, but you know what I'm talking about, like really dark, horrible things to somebody else? Would that hero come in and kill them? I don't know. I don't know. And, and I think that's a question, uh, whether for, you know, the, the Superman, so to speak, or the everyman, you have to ask yourself is, am I capable of that? Some people might be, even those with a warrior spirit, a martial artist spirit, know when to draw the line, you know, even though they are a warrior at heart. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the trick with superheroes is, I mean, they could easily overpower their enemies. And the fact that they don't, um, you know, I mean, even Spider-Man fighting a, the bad guy in an alley, like with the spider strength, he could punch the guy right through the guy's head if he wanted to, but he doesn't. And yeah, I think every time a superhero is face to face with evil and they got to duke it out in some fashion, there's that option that probably runs through their head is, is do I have to end this? and end this permanently, you know? And so, yeah, when it comes to creating superheroes and writing superheroes and and so on, um, you gotta consider that fact, you know? I mean, unless your character is specifically designed to be a killer, um, yeah, again, the hero's journey, right? Will they, will they turn that corner? Is it like they say, you know, once you turn that corner, there's no going back? I don't know, I've never killed anybody, but the same time you know if I did I could see it being a life-changing moment uh, whether I was completely justified and the courts can you know you know exonerate whatever that word is exonerate, I can't even pronounce it <laughs> never mind you know the word where they basically pardoned me because I acted in self-defense for example you know defending my family or whatever um, 
even in that case, I still would have to live with it regardless. So I think when it comes time, like, you know, for superheroes, when you're reading the stories and you're wondering, like, why didn't he just do this or why didn't she do that or, like, why didn't he just knock him out or whatever, well, think about the character. You know, the character clearly obviously has a, some sort of moral guidance that they're following. And at the same time, too, you know, with each blow that they deal to the bad guy, um, they have to withhold themselves a little bit. Otherwise, they could execute too much damage. And unless they've placed themselves in the position of judge, jury, and executioner, um, then certainly any decent moral hero, I mean, even people who beat the snot out of bad guys, like, you know, Daredevil, Batman, that kind of stuff, that eventually they just they, they stop because they know that morally they just, just can't go there. They can't because maybe they're afraid that they'll never be able to come back. I don't know. So this is just sort of questions I'm posing, something to consider. You know, feel free to comment on this podcast if you want, your thoughts on the subject. But, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people say, yeah, if this guy, you know, like, did this extra horrible thing to this child, I'd have no problem killing them. And I'm like, okay, and I understand that, and I appreciate your um, desire for justice and to balance the scales and, and, and avenge and, and that kind of idea. But... At the same time, like, are you that kind of person? Is it up to you to make that call, whether someone lives or dies? Is it your choice? Who put you in charge? Who are you? No, really, who are you? You know? So, I mean, so anyway, the point is, again, back to the superhero thing, these are things we need to consider when we're getting entertained by our heroes on the TV or at the movies or in books or comics is like every time they're fighting bad guys you know like subconsciously they're making these choices of how far they're going to take that battle and i find that kind of thing fascinating because it really becomes like this, this moral issue and i you know for the past nine minutes or so i've been going on and on and on about it and you can see why because it's, comp it's a complicated issue um so i think in the end what does a hero do is it circumstantial? Is it a self-defense issue? Is it a self, or not a self, a, a towards you, you know, offense issue where there's a vengeance heart involved? Ugh. Choices, choices. Every superhero has choices. And I think that's part of what makes us admire them is they make those hard choices. And one of those hard choices that they make for us is letting someone live or make, having someone die. That's the choice, you know, that fortunately, you know, our, us as civilians wouldn't have to make because the hero's job is to sort of make those choices for us if possible. So anyway, something to consider. Anyway, let's just drift over into uh, Creative Talk. Uh, really briefly, what we're doing here is we're just working on finishing up the recordings for the end of this first season of this podcast, Storytime. Uh, I could tell you right now, it's been quite the journey. Um, it's been interesting. It's my first podcast. Uh, you know, these things, I, I have an idea, like a, a general format, right? But at the same time, the rest of it's just ad-libbed for the most part. Um, I've learned some things along the way, uh, you know, in terms of how to go about it or what to say or how to address or how to make some stuff match. So these are all these different lessons um, that are learning right now. And I'm trying to execute in these final episodes and these podcasts uh, for the season one so that when we do season two, um, we'll have something different. Uh, and there's going to be a slightly different format for season two, I think I've mentioned it before. Um, it's gonna be story time for sure. That's what it's called, story time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna be doing it slightly differently. And um, yeah, anyway, but thanks for, for being part of this first season. And when we do hit episode 30, we'll have a sort of a party episode. 
if you will. And I'm going to try to make it longer and, and bigger and, and that kind of thing. But because we're doing flash fiction, that's why these episodes are shorter. We went over this in the first episode. So anyway, let's get on with story time. Because right now, a hero needs to make a choice. Episode 26, Mercy. Axia Man flew speeding past the cop cars parked outside of the house and crashed through the bay window at the front. He landed amidst a shower of glass just as the guy in front of him pulled the butcher knife from the woman's chest. The man let the body fall to the floor. The front room was spattered in blood. Pools of it were all over the white carpet. So were the bodies. Four of them. The woman's two young boys, and one little girl who couldn't have been older than three. Axie Man lunged at him. The man returned the assault. With a quick deflection of the guy's hand, Axie Man diverted the knife coming straight for his gut, then followed up with an energy blast from his eyes to the man's wrist, forcing him to drop it. He grabbed the guy by the shoulders and whirled him around, but not before once catching sight of the bloody bodies on the floor. The boys each had their throats cut, the girl, her left arm was severed from the elbow down and part of her cheek was missing. Boiling with rage, his heart racing in adrenaline-fueled guilt for not getting here sooner, Axia Man took the guy to the floor with a trip behind the man's leg then dove on top of him, landing on his chest. The next second, he brought his fists down on the man's head, his knuckles reveling in each impact. The man's cheekbones cracked from the blows as Axia Man wailed on him with abandon. For the briefest of moments, the guy feebly tried to fight him off. Axie Man shoved the guy's hands to the side. He blasted both of the man's wrists with more energy from his eye beams than was necessary, then he got back to work pummeling the guy's face. The man's nose broke, as did the bone sockets around his eyes. Shrieking, Axie Man tore into him and felt his strength level rising to the same he'd use on Red Saw or Battle Bruiser. The man's head lolled to the side. He no doubt fell unconscious several blows back. Axie Man fired up the energy beams in his eyes again and let the power build. He blowed this guy's head off. Four people dead. Three children dead. Cut into and dead. Blood everywhere. The cops did nothing and let this animal kill his family. Why was it up to him to arrive on the scene to stop the killing spree? Why couldn't those who were supposed to be in charge of law and order do something? This guy, this killer, Axiom Man visited on back on him as much as he could. End him like the man had ended his wife and kids. Justice balanced the scales. Growling, Axiom Man let the energy in his eyes grow and grow until all he saw was blue-white light. He'd decimate this guy. The man deserved it. Deserved the pain from the punches. Deserved the energy blasts. Deserved to die. A small whimper came off from off to the side. Axie Man's ears picked it up, but he thought maybe, just maybe, it was his own voice squeaking out as he considered what the man had done to these poor people. But there it was again. Small, high-pitched, desperate. Axie Man let the light fade a little from his eyes and glanced over to see the little girl stir. She looked at him, fear making her face question him as to what was going on. He let the light fade more. 
She reached toward him with trembling fingers from her remaining hand. Her eyes met his, tears around their edges, terrified. Her arm fell and a life left her eyes. That look, that pain, that fear. Aximan looked back at the man. Though she never said a word, a word, the girl had pleaded for the terror to end. The light of his power faded from his eyes, and Aximan stared at the bloody mess he created beneath him. If he killed this man, he couldn't do it despite wanting to. He couldn't be the one to say if this man lived or died. But he had to stop the madness, both his own and this man's. He had to rise above the thick darkness that had descended upon this house tonight. He had to bring justice through mercy. The guy would have to live with what he'd done, and the pain of that would have to be enough. He could very well have killed himself afterward to avoid that as so often happened in situations like these. He needed to stay alive and pay the price through a lifetime of mental torment by rotting in jail. Aximan got to his feet, shaking. He didn't think he'd ever be the same after tonight. As always, thanks for sticking around to the end of the episode, the after credit scene, the post credit scene. I wish I could say I would like to invite you to the Avengers Initiative, but I can't because I'm just not Nick Fury and I'm not that cool and I'm not Samuel L. Jackson and he's, well, we all know he's the coolest guy of all. So anyway, but remember in the earlier episodes at the post credit scenes, I would do a random fact. And so let's go back to that. So I learned that identical twins do not have the same fingerprints which is fascinating because they're identical twins. So like genetically speaking, et cetera, et cetera, futurally speaking, typically, you know, like I'm talking identical twins, not fraternal, identical twins. Um, yeah, I mean, you would think everything matched up in terms of uh, who they, what they look like and all the rest, which would come down to physically speaking, your fingerprints. And yet they have different fingerprints. So we each have our mark and, and, that's, and that's special, you know, even in an identical twin situation. So if you're an identical twin listening to this, you're special because your fingerprints are different than your brothers or sisters. So <laughs> anyway, um, fun fact, take, take with it what you will. And I guess the only way to have identical twins uh, fingerprints match is for both of them to join the men in black and put their fingers on that silver ball thing and burn the fingerprints off. I guess that's the only way <laughs> you guys are going to match. Otherwise, yeah. Have fun uh, so you can't really imitate each other and throw the other guy in jail. It's not going to work. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next episode.